0: This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who
1: will go, grow, and overcome. Hey, Village Church. Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. And here's our question for today, Pastor Michael. Why 400 years of God's silence? In other words, no prophets before the birth of Christ.
0: Yeah. So the last Old Testament book is the book of Malachi. And uh, it's about 400 years before um, the New Testament really begins or when Jesus is born. Mm -hmm. So I love the way the Old Testament ends. And here's what it says. Behold, I'm going to send you Elijah, the prophet, before the coming of the great and terrible day of the Lord. He will restore the hearts of the fathers to their children, and the hearts of the children to their fathers, so that I will not come and smite the land with a curse. That ends the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. So so the Old Testament ends with the expectation of the prophet Elijah coming back. And when Jesus comes 400 years later, he tells us that John the Baptist was the forerunner for the Messiah. Mm -hmm. And uh, he came in the spirit of Elijah, and this promise was fulfilled. Okay. So why 400 years of silence and just a little side like thought i had about this question is there are a number of instances where there are long periods of time where god doesn't speak you know and you think about the time gap from noah to abraham or uh, the time gap when the israelites were enslaved in egypt for 400 years Mm -hmm. and you'll notice there's a theme uh, Four hundred years, years, you know, that comes up a couple times in Scripture, and uh, really, it's a theme of God's people being given over to the depth of their sin while they're sin while they're enslaved to other mm-hmm. other people. So, part of it is God is making a narrative point, right? That Israel is enslaved because of their sin, and the four hundred years of silence is like a, a punishment, if you will. So, what happened during this time? Um, very simply, um, in this time. Uh, Israel went from before this being a divided kingdom to being taken over by the Babylonians Um, and so the Persians they fell to the Greeks who fell to the Egyptians who fell to the Romans and I mean you had 400 years where the land of Israel went from one superpower to another superpower to another superpower and the whole time in that process Israel is somewhat passive Um, they have no real army they have no real leaders if you will they have uh, religious leaders like the Maccabean family Mm which um, but in this This time, about halfway through it in the late 170s BC to about 200 BC, um, the uh, Romans uh, really just brought on the persecution, the desecration of the temple, Uh, just really, I mean, Antiochus Epiphanes is this historical character you can read about um, in, in the book of Maccabees who just did disgusting things right. to the temple and to the people of God and killed them and and uh, but but for the most part, aside from Antiochus' persecution, um, it was relatively peaceful. Although they were oppressed, right. you know. And uh, it was in this time that um, there were books that we call the Deuterocanonical books or the apocryphal uh, mm-hmm. literature was written. Uh, much of that is, is just a history of what happened in this time. You know, we don't understand those to be books inspired by God, but they're definitely helpful and informative, mm-hmm. particularly First and Second Maccabees. Any Christian reading the Old Testament should absolutely read those historical documents to tell you what was happening um, in this intertestamental period, another name for the 400 um, years. Um, I think big picture, though, because what God is doing in all of history was setting the stage for Jesus. And so this this 400 years set the political stage, the cultural stage, the religious stage, um, the Jewish cultural stage. Um, And so basically what God was doing was preparing.
1: Yeah. And what we're saying is God was at work in those 400 years. He totally. just wasn't speaking through prophets.
0: Absolutely. And just because God doesn't speak through a prophet doesn't mean God isn't moving, right? he absolutely was. He's always moving. God is infinitely intimately concerned with every detail and nuance of everything that ever happens. And so uh, I think the big picture of why this happened is um, God was preparing the people for for Jesus. And uh, so it's a weird period of time in history, but you know what? There are other seasons where um, God did not send a prophet. He lets history go as it will. He's intervening and superintending, but um, not necessarily revealing directly.
1: Thank you, Pastor Michael, for that answer. Listeners, please don't forget, you can submit your questions to our podcast by going to our church website, vcob.org. Just click on the link that says Q&A podcast question. Please join us next time when we answer the question, Is there anything in Scripture that tells us how often to or not to take communion?